Can we kiss contagion on our lips? Well, I don't care. We can touch and feel forbidden bliss. They can't stop us now. I won't let you feel alone because I best transition ever <laughs> welcome to another episode of the musecast podcast and that was a cover of verona by a muser uh, sasha lee collins thank you so much for contributing it i like to have musers feature you know i like to feature muser covers so if you have a cover you want to send especially of will the people please send them to me on instagram i'm your host Anais lucia i don't know if i said that um but let's bring in our guest host co-host for tonight she's back i think for the third time dun, 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 dun. crystal Thank you. Back. so hello everyone to um who's in the comments right now we are going to be talking about will of the people yes um there's a lot to say about <laughs> um mm -hmm. this album i'm kind of surprised but um crystal let's just start with like so just before okay so before we start we're going to talk about our quick thoughts on it the fan reactions and the critic reactions and then get to uh your comments all right so crystal overall just like what did you think of the album did you like it did you not like it what? <laughs> i actually did like it i heard it all the way through from beginning to end and i once it ended i was like well that was a really good album roller coaster ride for sure um because you have your your upbeat music and then you get your your slow I'm ready to cry music and then back up and then back down and it's just like whoa it was so much emotion all right so roller coaster all right so she liked it she's on she's on team overall liked it <laughs> and I don't know if you guys know from like looking at, oh she and she actually she's on team actually owns the album <laughs> Yeah. So, in case you guys sorry. don't know what it looks like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it looks like. <laughs> so I'm on team. Still does not have the album, <laughs> even though I pre-ordered it. <laughs> I'm also on team. Liked the album. I've been listening, listening to it nonstop. Um, like every song. There's not a song that I skip. Um, there's one song on one album I do skip. Not gonna say which one, but. <laughs> um anyways it's the only new song i I'll, i don't i'll like skip um but anyway uh yeah this one i love all the songs you know it's it's definitely you know just like crystal said like a roller coaster it's like i want to cry listening to like rona and ghosts and then other times i'm like happy with euphoria and then we are fnf it's like yeah yeah so <laughs> it's a lot i think it's there's a little bit 
like I feel like there's maybe a song for almost every mood <laughs> on this <laughs> album. So it's definitely I feel one of like Muse's most just like varied albums. Like it's there's a lot of variety on this album. Um, you know, there's there like is. you got the metal, you got the Adele sound <laughs> with you know ghosts. Because I was like, because now after it like. I did my reaction to Ghost and then listening to it later, I was like, oh, this is the song that Matt was talking about when he said <laughs> he did an Adele song. Because then I was like singing along to it and I was like, oh, I get it now. Because like, not that <laughs> I speak is. like Adele, but like, because I'm a female and like hearing it from a female voice, I was like, oh, that's what he meant. Okay. Because I could totally like see Adele like seeing, seeing it like for sure. Um, so guys, before we get into... Uh, the, the, we're, first we're going to get into the critic reviews not going to take very long on that but I just kind of wanted to show the different reactions there um, so we're going to say a real quick hi to everyone who's uh, you know been leaving comments so Sylvester4 hello hi Will hello this album you know is about you Will of the people <laughs> you're of the people uh, Juan Guerrero hello from Paraguay hello wow paraguay awesome yeah let us know like where you're from we want to see like the audience where you guys coming from uh trev corn cornwall hello you gals hi will uh oh hello from the uk okay so we got paraguay we got uk we got us with us all right silver stir four i think it's a fantastic album Woohoo! so your team liked it uh will love the album from start to finish awesome i wonder if there's anyone who didn't like the album who's gonna watch <laughs> I'm just curious. If you don't like the album, like let us know. We want to see. We're gonna beat up, beat you up. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No. Um, Silver Star Four, so good, especially Verona, and we are F and F. Okay. Silver Star Four. I'm sad I still don't have the album that I pre-ordered back in March. Same, and oh. it hasn't shipped yet. I've had issues with the Muse store in the past where it had never arrived, so I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah, I had the same issue. I ordered like two shirts, and they never got here. So I just like canceled them. I was like, I've been waiting like three months for shirts. <laughs> uh, are they Thank coming? Like forever. Yeah. So I just got a refund because I was like, I don't know if it's ever going to come. Uh, Trev Cornwall. It's like all Muse albums. It's a grower. I do actually really like the album. Okay. Oh, yeah. Also let us know if like, because I know some people like didn't like it at first, but then they liked it. So if you're one of those people who like you didn't like it at first, but now you like it, let us know. Um, Matthias Kevin. Can we say that it we say that is the best album up to now or it's too early well the people well i mean i feel like it's not it's like an opinion you know it doesn't it doesn't mean like it's definitely the best album like i feel like everyone's gonna have like different opinions on what the best music album is so uh trev cornwall near london okay so another uk person silver store four beat some sense into the haters <laughs> no <laughs> i don't want to be violent <laughs> uh silver saint verona is the worst song on the album Ooh, okay all right <laughs> tell us why tell us why you think it's the worst juan um i just wanted to hear liberation on live oh that would be amazing yeah for sure yes. that one's like on the same kind of like supremacy kind of that same kind of like vibe like could you hear it at the like olympics or something <laughs> um finger joel i still say that well if people's the best they've made since the resistance although all the albums are good 
Okay, so so for Verona, it's so emotional. It's a journey through space. It's so good. Okay, so very different yeah. opinions on Verona. <laughs> Sasha Lee Khan, <laughs> thank you for featuring my cover. Oh, no problem. Thanks for joining us. And yeah, that was Will. Um, it's not Will. Sasha and his girlfriend. So, you know, if you hear the female voice on there, that was his girlfriend too. So good job, you guys. Uh, Trev Cornwall, controversial. <laughs> uh, Will, my favorites at the moment are ghosts and you make me feel like it's Halloween. Oh, so you, you like all the creepy, the ones with the creepy, spooky <laughs> names. Okay, titles Ghost and Halloween. <laughs> um, all right, so guys, let's go into the critics real quick. I don't have the screenshots. I'm don't worry, I'm not gonna read like the entire review, but I don't know. Um, I don't really read first of all reviews for albums or movies or anything because like I like to just form my own opinion, and I feel like with reviews it's going to influence like how I think about something. So I just kind of want to form my own opinion. So I don't really read reviews, but just for this one, for the discussion, I looked them up and I don't know how pitchfork.com usually, um, mm, like if they usually I saw like, that mm, one. Yeah. Sasha Geffen, like did like... not like, <laughs> um, she did not seem to like will of the people, but also like, I feel like she doesn't understand muse. I feel like she just from her review, I feel like, I just wanted to tell her, like, you know, Muse doesn't take themselves too seriously. Like, I feel like she took the album too seriously. And I, I wanted to be like, Muse doesn't take themselves that seriously. <laughs> like, so she said that, like, uh, the UK band slaps a shiny new label on the grafted remains of better songs and calls it the ninth Muse albums. <laughs> um, and then she said, Muse pilfer from themselves and everyone else, cramming their hands their horde, sorry, into a tightly produced display case. You make me feel like it's Halloween hits the seasonal nail squarely on the head with a mockery of Vincent Price's thriller epilogue. I don't I don't think it was a mockery of that. Okay. And then uh, <laughs> Won't Stand Down spits up the subwoofer whoops of Imagine Dragons, Cultural Pollutant, Radioactive, and AWOL Nations. Actually pretty decent single sale. And Muse's own supermassive black hole too. On Verona, where Bellamy at least remembers that songs sound better when they have a vocal melody. A trebly loop from the edges discard pile jangles at half speed. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so she's basically like saying that like they're just copying from like everyone or like taking things from every other artist and themselves as well and it's like just not that good um so that's kind of like um i guess like her vibe <laughs> her opinion but if you think about it there's a lot of artists that do that too but if that's mm -hmm. just how it goes you know you gotta take inspiration bits and pieces and then just create it your own way and that's what muse did that's yeah what they, they've been doing mm -hmm. and then uh she said that uh uh, when when Bellamy rattles off a list of apocalyptic buzzwords on we are F and F'd, the rot in the pit burbles to the fore. If you musicians with all the means in the world are happy to slap a shiny new label on the grafted remains of better songs and call it the ninth Muse album, what investment could they have in anything? Why dig deep for the, the hard questions of the world, its politics, its future, when you could look around and declare the whole thing game over? Why trouble yourself with the distinctions between genuine collectivism and despotic mind control? Okay, first of all, like all this, I was like, girl, you're taking this too seriously. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just want to be like, you don't know Muse? Like Muse, they make fun of themselves a lot. They don't take themselves that seriously. And like, like you took the album too seriously. I feel like she doesn't get Muse. So that's why. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also, yeah, like you said, um, other artists do like take influences from other, like if you listen to music you're probably and you're a musician you're probably going to be influenced by it somehow um yeah 
so yeah let's just say pitchfork did not really like um <laughs> the album <laughs> but i just want to be like sasha have you listened i guess she has listened to other ones but i don't know i just want to be like have you like do you know like muse like the personality like they don't take themselves too seriously you might think it's like a little too bombastic and stuff but it's like they also know it's ridiculous <laughs> like they yeah. also know it's ridiculous so like just have a little bit of sense of humor girl it's okay <laughs> um and then the guardian gave it three out of five stars um but i don't know he seemed like okay so this one this review but was five by phil mongredian um so he said that let's see okay so he said muse's angst isn't confined to state of the world addresses either the personal misery of an abusive relationship is dis dissected on you make me feel like it's halloween one way or another a sense of dread permeates almost every song unfortunately the message is diluted by the inevitably ott hysteria of the delivery the trio's arrangements frequently overwhelming bellamy's words in a blizzard of musical gymnastics there are echoes of queen at their most overblown throughout most notably on liberation along with the band's usual cross-pollination of genres first of all like like matt kind of acknowledge that's a queen song so like you you guys saying that it's like not like new <laughs> like like you know that <laughs> They like they know it's like a queen song, so it's not like oh you got them oh my gosh they were trying to hide that it was a queen song <laughs> or like queen influence yeah. type song like no, um, but yeah he said it's all constantly inventive rather than dull but also endearingly daft rather than chilling okay still that makes for Muse's most enjoyable album since the two thousands okay so most he said most enjoyable album since 2000s but i guess just not like the best ever um enemy.com gave it four out of five um i feel like since enemy is from the is like a uk um, magazine i feel like they kind of understand muse better because also i think they've just known about muse more than like the american market or well the guardian yeah. is the guardian is the uk too but i think the guardian's more older <laughs> Maybe they don't get they don't get um used as much enemy i feel like it's a little bit more hip um yeah <laughs> so yeah so uh, the review was by andy price and he said that will of the people was the band's most most politically on point album to date for sure i mean that's that was one thing that was kind of interesting when i was watching um matt bellamy's interview with zane lowe he was like saying like was it zane lowe or the, i saw several interviews where maybe it was like the audacity audacity one i don't know he did but he was basically saying like like the interviews were saying like okay so you know you guys have talked about this kind of to topics before in other albums but it was more like fictional but like this time it was more like it was actually happening it was like real yeah <laughs> so i thought that was like pretty interesting yeah so basically overall like enemy you know they liked it so i'm just gonna read the like the last part of it like the summary he said muses full-blooded return to the rock out may sound like a retreat but this violent energy emphasizes the record's urgency the colossal killer be killed a reflection of capitalism's empathy-free darwinian spine boils with legitimate fury complete with double bass drum stomp deathcore growls and its satisfying tom Morello like riff which rides hard on the whammy pedal here muse reworked the type of metal pop template that once yielded such old school stompers such as dead start and stockholm syndrome and uh, in case anyone doesn't know muse self-produced this album um usually i prefer muse to work with a producer because i feel like their better albums are when they have another producer um so as far as like their self-produced albums i think this one was like 
for me, this one's like one of the better ones. Do you have anything to say about that, Crystal? Um, I actually saw an interview with Chris uh, saying his opinion on having a producer versus not having a producer. And he did say, um, you know, the band as a whole, they go off and on flip flop on their opinion on that because they say, you know, when they do it as just a band with no producer, uh, they're going to do what they want. You know, Mm -hmm. they don't, they don't have an outside person telling them what to do. But then other times they're like, you know what? Yeah, we need a producer to kind of get an like an outsider point of view when they're mm-hmm. recording. Then they could hear someone saying, you know what? Maybe you could do this. And then it kind of gives them the idea of what to change or when not to change. Yep. So, yeah, I, I see it from their point of view how, you know, you could pick if you want one or not. Um, but this one was good with no producer. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's kind of like... Because I work in the in the film industry and I'm a filmmaker, it's kind of like a director who edits his own film. Um, so like they don't have the outside perspective of like another editor being like, "You need to cut this out." This is like, you know, um, that can be either good or bad. If like, because I've seen some directors that like edit their own stuff and it's fine, but other ones they just like the movie's too long. <laughs> like they keep yeah. shots that are unnecessary, <laughs> and it's like for them, it's like you need an editor. You need someone to come <laughs> and like cut all that stuff out. So it's the same with like a producer and with the band. But I just, I just think it like you know, it just depends on the band. But I feel like Muse is like humble enough where like they know like maybe we need to get you know get rid yeah. of this <laughs> stuff. Um, so let's see what some of the fans have to say, and now we'll and then we'll get into. The other awesome fun facts that Crystal found and I'll put some of the fan reactions uh, to the album. So Will said, my favorites at the moment. Oh, yeah, I already read that one. Um, Navier Stokes, do you cry in some songs? Um, <laughs> Ghost made me really sad. <laughs> what about like, you, Crystal? I, I know it's a love song, but like Verona kind of made me teary-eyed and it was one of those where I'm like you know what I'm gonna put repeat just so I could cry more mm-hmm. yeah like, that I'm not one, been crying yeah that one I feel like it's, it, it, it will make me cry at some point because it, it's like pretty sad that, well like yeah. when he's like I will be like kind of I won't leave you in the dark or something like that I'm like yeah that's yeah. <laughs> so sweet <laughs> it's more like crying because it's like so sweet yeah exactly i was like i know it's not sad but i want to cry so i'm gonna put the song on yeah and math matthews kevin it's crazy like matt make me suffer for some ex-toxic relationship like ghost with ghost (laughs) (laughs) um trev i feel simulation theory is a high bar the show is incredible especially in a stadium i still absolutely love absolution oh yeah as a show like a live show yeah simulation theory is like amazing (laughs) or yeah uh silver saint verona reminds me of madness i don't get the hype about those songs okay yeah like i'm not the biggest fan of madness but like i don't know i like verona way more i like madness (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh finger joel um to at oh at silver saint to me it was like eternally missed okay oh eternally missed love that song um silver stir four uh, won't send down is far from Imagine Dragons, right? Like, what the? Fuck? I heard I that, and I was like, "What? <laughs> Are you crazy? Like, you know, I don't think you know enough about Muse like to say that." <laughs> um, it's its own yeah. thing. 
Jeff Cornwell, I feel like Simulation Theory was a great album, better show. I love the heavier song, especially Kill or Be Killed. Halloween is growing on me as well. Okay, I love that one. Like, I love that one right away. <laughs> it's so, like, it's just fun and just uh, very catchy, too. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, it's like, it's, it's like fun to sing along to, but like the subject matter is not really fun. Yes. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Navier, um, what the F uh, won't send down as far? Okay. What? Okay. I guess you're also green. Um, yeah, it's far from Imagine Dragons. Uh, Silver Saint at Finger Joel. Eternally Missed is one of my favorite songs. Verona just seems boring to me. Okay. Uh, Trev Corn. It's so funny. Like a lot of people are saying, like, I, I now I see the U two reference, like kind of the sound when people. Are, some people are saying like, oh, it kind of sounds like U two, and I get it. But for me, I like I first thought of placebo because it reminded me of like, I think one of their songs called Peeping Tom. So if you're a placebo fan, it kind of reminded me of that song. Um, Trev Cornwall. Apparently, this is the greatest hits or all their best bits. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Matt said that in a lot of the interviews that they would like look back at their like all the songs they've done and it's like, what haven't we done? What can we do better? And, um, you know, because they didn't want to put out just like greatest hits. And I'm so glad that they didn't do that because like, I mean, they have a lot of hits, but like sometimes I feel it's just like, oh, when I see someone do that, it's just like, oh, they just need to make money real quick. <laughs> <laughs> like, especially yeah. when it's an artist that like, I don't feel like, it's time like it's too early like let's say like hillary duff greatest hits i saw like i think i saw that and i was like hillary duff i, I don't it's not time for your greatest hits yet like <laughs> let's calm down hillary duff okay like you're not i'm not saying she's a bad person she seems really nice but like i feel like some artists they go way too soon with the greatest hits i'm like just wait maybe like 10 20 more years okay <laughs> like, calm down um music they could put out one but they didn't want to yeah so they made a whole new album like five, it's gonna be nine albums worth of greatest hits right <laughs> silver store four anthony fantano hated the album so much <gasps> who's anthony do i know him i don't know who he is do you know who he is yeah who's anthony yeah we don't know who they is he like a youtuber <laughs> or a reviewer i don't know who that is um silver store four cross-pollination reference or maybe not. Maybe coincidence. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> maybe you guys have your own conversation. <laughs> Finger Joel, it'd be funny if the songs were played live right before or after a similar one. Oh, okay. Example, Liberation and then U.S. Liberation. Okay, that would be a kind of... I, I feel like that would be kind of like a cool idea, like a little medley of like the similar songs. Like they can add Kill or Be Killed, Won't Stand Down um, to like a, the metal medley because they already had a metal medley which yeah. I loved. Um, they could just add those songs onto there and then maybe end with We Are FNF. Okay, um, never mind. We'll, I, we'll get to that one later when because I saw <laughs> the thing that they were saying. <laughs> um, Trev Cornwall, I love The Resistance, which they self-produced. Yeah, that was like, yeah. Um, so they self-produced that one. For me, the favorite part, my favorite part there was the symphony. They need more symphonies. Come on, Muse, more symphonies, please. Yes. <laughs> uh, Finger Joel, uh, didn't know that um let's see yeah and second law yeah oh yeah that they self-produced them mm -hmm. uh silver stir four i'm a filmmaker and i direct and edit my own stuff and include so many unnecessary shots and angles because <laughs> i worked hard on them so i definitely need an editor yeah i i get it but like i see it as like because i i've i edit my own stuff too but like i think i'm getting better at like getting rid of unnecessary things even with my youtube videos like 
I call it, well, other people also call it, it's cutting the fat. <laughs> and so like, <laughs> uh, it's like unnecessary. Or if I, even if I like something that I shot and if I feel like it's going to confuse people or take them out of the film or the video or just, just take them out of it, even though I like it, I'll take it out. That cause like, it's about, you know, the person that's watching it, you know, like you don't want them to be like turned off like, oh, well, I don't like this or whatever. Um, so, yeah. And sometimes, like, if I really like something, I might include at the end for, like, bloopers or outtakes or something. But I feel like that helps me to get rid of stuff. Like, or if I feel like it's going to bore people. Yeah. If I feel like people are, are going to be bored, they're going to be confused, it's going to take them out of the whatever they're watching, I take it out. I'm like, I want them to keep watching. So maybe if you think about it that way, that might help you get rid of some stuff. And also just like have someone watch it. Just be like, you know, what do you think? When should I like, are you bored right now? <laughs> tell, tell them when like, <laughs> just be like, when do you, when would you get bored watching this? And then they, you can tell, they can tell you when to cut it. Um, Silverster 4, it draws the film runtime way out to the point where it's boring. Okay. Yeah. See, that's why you can't have it be boring. Like just also just like, as an editor editor you kind of know when at least i do like i'll be watching something and i just like i just have a natural like okay cut there cut there um but maybe some people have a hard time with that trev cornwall euphoria gives me chills on the chorus yeah i already have like because like i'm a filmmaker i already have an idea of like a music video i would shoot for euphoria i'm not gonna say the Ooh. idea because i don't want people to steal it but like you <laughs> hit me up like i have a like I think it would be a cool idea. So finger Joel, I suppose it's always good to have a second opinion. Yes, I think so. I think it definitely helps. Um, so they're all agreeing about that. Sasha Lee, Madness and Verona are some of my favorite Muse songs. Okay, so, you know, he likes it. I like <laughs> Verona more than Madness. <laughs> but, but yeah, you know, you like both. That's good. <laughs> We're going to have a, a podcast episode all about <laughs> Madness. <laughs> Just about Madness. Um, Navier Stokes, I love if they do a song with the riff at the end of Map the Problematic at Apollo 2022. Oh, that'd be cool. Um, they have so many good songs. It's now like... With more and more songs, it's like, which ones do they include? It must be so hard. <laughs> okay, Silverster 4 said, Anthony Fenton was a very big music review with a large fan base. He's pretty popular, but his opinions are controversial. Oh, well, yeah, that's why I don't really watch, like, like or read reviews, because, like, I'm going to have my own opinions. So, like, but, like, also, like, because I feel like sometimes people think, like, reviewers, like, put them on, like, a pedestal. Like, oh, if this reviewer I like doesn't like this movie or you know song or album I'm not gonna like it. it's like no just form your own opinion if you like exactly. it exactly like, like who cares <laughs> um Troy McClanahan hello uh, my favorite songs from the album are Halloween Killer Be Killed uh and Euphoria Halloween might be my favorite pop song they've made okay yeah I hope they play <laughs> that a lot during Halloween it gets yeah. more popular reviewer uh Trev Cornwalks with Genesis love that one. Oh my god uh, Troy <laughs> McClanahan I wish they would have done a symphony okay because they were like oh greatest hits I'm like well you need more symphonies like come on <laughs> you've only done one one symphony so that's another thing you could have included it would have made the album a little bit longer another three part symphony Yes. just saying Muse it would have been 13 <laughs> tracks instead of 10 it would have been a little bit longer it probably would have ended up being my favorite and we're song. fine with that yeah, yeah, more muse. Will, uh, someone said we are F and F had appalling language. I don't think 
he checked the track list. Yeah. <laughs> I like, saw that I saw someone left like a one star review on Amazon on the album <laughs> saying that that song had the language and they couldn't play it in front of their kids. And I was like, well, it says it right there on the track list. Yeah. Did you and know you don't have to play it to your kids? Right. Oh my god. There's a, there's freaking warnings like even on like Spotify it has the little e symbol. Exactly. Like, they warn you about explicit songs so it's <laughs> your fault if you're not educated and you don't read. <laughs> Sorry. Um uh, Navier Stokes, what's your top 5 of this album? My top 5. Oh, I like a lot of them. I mean, okay, uh. my number 1 for sure is going to be We Are FNF. That's my number 1. Um and then the other four probably I guess Ghost would be my two. The other ones are not in order. So we are FNF'd, then not in order. Ghosts won't stand down. I still love won't stand down. Um, probably Euphoria. Oh, uh, last one. Dude, this is hard. I'm looking at probably it. Probably kill or be like... killed. There, there we go. Those are my five. <laughs> now, Crystal, you're five. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so I know I like Verona. That was okay. That one's my top favorite. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> um <laughs> oh my gosh don't make me pick okay so verona and then i i know i like liberation for sure i think that one's gonna be my second and then the rest is not in order um i like killer be killed euphoria and i'm gonna have to say won't stand down yeah yes <laughs> i love won't stand down still that still gets me pumped up yeah trev cornwall it's all subjective yes madness was in a fave but came across great live especially rome yes uh emiliano love the queen presence and liberation yes i love queen so any queen influence i'm happy with you know um silver Star four all muse songs are a symphony in my opinion i don't opinion i only honestly don't think have, they have a bad song or album uh <laughs> and then uh, he said, "I'm or he or she, sorry, I don't know. Uh, I mean, some songs are better than others, but none are bad by any means. All right. Um, so now we wanted to go into some of the stuff that uh, Crystal found. So I'm going to pull it up here on the screen. And then, Crystal, if you want to kind of like you just kind of if you want to go over it and I'll just like move the screen according to like what you're talking about. Is that good? Yeah. All right. Okay, so she sent me this information. Oh, Bear, more of Crystal. See? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right. Oh so let's see if I can, like, zoom in so I can see a little bit more. Can I zoom in? Make this a little bigger? Or is this the biggest? Okay, so, she, yeah, she sent me this in an email, everyone. So that's why you see all this other stuff. <laughs> um, so just acronyms. I think we all pretty much, like, know the acronyms, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it all started getting jumbled up the more I was reading everything. I was like, wait, mm. what was that again? So I just had to like type it down real quick. I was like, wait, what? It's not won't stand down. It's not will of the people. Cause it's all it's a lot of W's too. I was like, um, which one was that one again? Mm-hmm. The ones that people said that. Yeah, that's what I noticed too. Like going through like pretty much like every song on the album. I'm like, okay, so this one sounds like this. This one reminds me of this one. <laughs> Um, so you found that too on here, right? Yeah. And some of them, I was kind of listening to it and I was like, okay, I can see where they're coming from on that. So like, uh, like one of the people, of course, everyone's already talked about it with beautiful people, like the <laughs> chant, the beautiful people. Uh, 
compliance, I never knew th about this. I never saw the show, but I heard it sounded like, um, I think I got it right. Knight Rider, the one with the car. It's like a show <laughs> yep. about a car. So I finally Googled it and I heard it and I was like, oh my gosh, that is compliance. What the heck? Um, yeah. And then also for me, I, I said Daft Punk. It kind of reminded me of the song Robot Rock by Daft Punk. I talked about that in my reaction for compliance, but I haven't even at least heard I, that song. I had something a little bit different, but yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, Liberation, yeah, Queen. Everybody said that just from the backup vocals, how it goes from like, you know, him singing with the soft vocals and then it just goes like, bam, mm -hmm. with the, the backup won't stand down so this one i heard it's just that beginning part which like dee, 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 dee. And yeah. everyone said that was take on me yep ghost so i looked this up it did kind of sound like a britney spears song called every time <laughs> oh my gosh really uh, i yeah, love britney so, just so you know <laughs> so i i was listening to it and i went to like i think it was at 36 seconds into the song and i heard it and i was like oh my gosh it does sound like that Right, 36 um, seconds into you make me feel like it's Halloween or into oh, every no, so time. Every time. So okay. when you hear it, then you could hear how it sounds like where Matt starts singing um, the chorus for Ghost. So okay. it kind of matches up. And also they did basically use a part from the Johann Strauss song, Toccata and Fugue which is a very popular, like, you'll hear it during Halloween. Doo -doo 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 -doo. It's, like, played on the organ. Um, it's very popular, so they did take that. Like, that was, like, pretty much note from, for note. But, like, that makes sense because Matt loves classical music. So, at least I, because yeah. I like classical music, I like that little bit of, like, influence right there. I was like, yay. Oh, yeah, Michael Jackson. Oh. Yeah, Michael Jackson, I saw, I noticed that, too, just in the style of the way he's singing, it's like very like, oh my gosh, like this. Um, is it like what's it called? Like, what's the name? What's that style? It was of the it's a. Uh, oh my god, <laughs> I was talking to somebody about this and I totally like forgot the style of singing. But that's how like Michael Jackson sings. It's like this. Is it staccato? I feel. I think it might be staccato, but oh, just I don't know. Yeah. But I could see how people thought of Michael Jackson. I thought about the the um, Thriller? what's it called, like the Watching Me one, where it's like, oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Like... It was with Rockwell. It was Rockwell. Yeah. With Michael Jackson doing the backing vocal. Yeah. Mm -hmm, the yeah. Yeah. Could see that. Oh, and then back to Ghost. Um, I noticed the uh, the beginning, the piano part. It sounded like um on the Cairo Sleep album where he did the Take a Bow the beginning of the piano part it sounded like that too and i was like did i get the right song and then i kept hearing it. i was like oh it is ghost okay oh okay that sorry i i got confused i thought you with the every time from britney spears i thought you were talking about you make me feel like it's halloween it was actually ghost okay no, oh yeah that makes a little bit more sense okay <laughs> and um then uh, verona yeah, so I saw someone say a song called Groovy Train. Um, I had never heard of it, and I just looked it up. Um, there's just, like, the little background keyboard part. It kind of sounded like it, so I just threw that in there. This is just what people have been saying all the songs. So I was like, I'm just going to include every single song. Okay. See what people think. 
Groovy tree. Uh, yeah, he goes by the farm, I think. The farm. I don't know. I've never heard of it, but. Can we hear it? Yes. I forgot what part it was. Oh, okay. Oh, hear it. it. Wow. Can you guys hear it? <laughs> Wow, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whoa. I was like, that's interesting. So I did, added that in there. Did Matt like listen to that song? That's <laughs> that's pretty close. <laughs> but like I would never say that Matt is like copying. I feel like it's no. definitely homages and like influence. Like I feel like when he does it, it's like cause he respects the artist and like it's like a more an homage than like, oh, we're copying them, you know. And it's it's not like Vanilla Ice claiming that he wrote something that <laughs> he did not write. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, wow, that does sound a lot like Vanilla. Good job. Yeah, I was like, wow. <laughs> um, Euphoria, um, the beginning of it, sound, they're saying it sounds like uh, Knights of Sidonia. Yeah, yeah, I can yeah. kind of see that. Uh huh. <laughs> mm -hmm, yeah. Same with uh, We Are FNF. There's a, okay. I, I even wrote down like the time. There's a part on that song and then another part in Nights of Sidonia where it sounds like that. See, so, so I was like, okay. Yeah, so yeah, you know, Sasha from Pitchfork, yeah, like they took from other artists, they took from themselves, but also like, first of all, I wanted to be like, first of all, girl, Um, they said that like it was a greatest hits of them. So yeah, they did kind of go back and like, I guess, use themselves as a muse. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and but they acknowledge that and it's yeah they're not I, I just feel like she like took it way too seriously but um <laughs> yeah so they that was kind of like a their purpose like they wanted to make like kind of like a greatest hits um all right so now discussion topic all right so should we are fnf replace times of sidonia for closing first of all if you guys saw my reaction <laughs> to we are FNF. I said it should be a closer, like, because it's, I think it would be a good closer. And I said, we need to mix it up. Like, why can't we change it up a little bit? Like, we've had, <laughs> we've had Knights of Sidonia as a closer for years. <laughs> like, it's gonna. So you're part of the Let's Replace It group? Yeah, I'm not, I mean, and also I, I said in the video, like, I'm not saying Nice of Sidonia is a bad song. It's, I feel like it's good to change things up. And Muse is, I feel like a band who likes to change these things up, obviously, because they try different things. So I feel like they, you know, they're already, already considering it. So obviously they liked my idea. They heard my video. They watched me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I feel like it's, we're like, we're not going to die. If Nice Macedonia <laughs> is not the closer, everyone, it's gonna be okay. So, <laughs> like, don't freak out. <laughs> um, I'm in, yeah, of course, I think we should try something else. Does it mean Nice Macedonia is a bad song? It's just, let's maybe, it could be the second to last song. It could be maybe the opener. I don't know. I think it's okay to change these up. Let's promote the new music. All right. So okay. I mean, I haven't seen it live, so I'm I don't know what to think on that. <laughs> so that's why it's it's hard for me to decide. Maybe they could close it with "We Are F and F," and then come back 
for their encore, play their older stuff, and then close with Knights of Sidonia? I don't know. Or vice versa. Okay, okay. That would be a good compromise. See, Crystal doesn't want to make people mad. She's like, that way you can have a little bit of both. You can have both. (laughs) You can have... have Can't we just compromise? Yeah. You're going to have, you know, we are FNF as a, you know, closer, but then, you know, Knights of Sidonia will actually close during the encore. Okay. All right. There you go. (laughs) Um... And oh, sorry. Did you want to talk about if they would remove Knights of Sidonia in the set list, or or is that we already talked about that? Oh yeah, I think we kind of. Then it's just kind of little things, you know, like if they would just replace it in general, just to make room for their newer songs or just other songs that they haven't played in forever, and just kind of replace it. It's just all set lists, you know, like, what would you want to replace with what? Just songs that they, they've they always played. Mm-hmm. But now that they have so many new songs, they have so many songs now, they could even replace it with songs that they don't even play at all. Yeah, okay. So it, it kind of, like, escalates from there. All right, so we're going to take a break. Let's, let's see what people are saying in the comments uh, about what we just talked about, because then... I'm going to go back and I'm not going to know what everyone was referring to. So um, let's go and like catch up real quick. Let's see. And Anthony Fantano, I don't know who you are, but we're, I'm, we're still going to like the album. I mean, if you don't like it, okay. You don't influence my opinion. You can't tell us what to do. Yeah. We won't stand down. <laughs> From liking Will of the People. <laughs> we were we will kill or be killed for Muse. <laughs> because they bring us euphoria. <laughs> okay, so I'm, I'm just trying to squeeze as many Will of the People references as I can. <laughs> um, let's see. We already saw that. Okay. Okay. Okay, real quick. Fair Muse album. For me, Absolution. Crystal? Right Five, now, it's this one. Four, okay, that one. All <laughs> right. Uh, Trev Cornwall, Absol Freaking Lutely, Absol Rester Stir. Okay, so Bear More of Crystal. Yes, we saw that one. And then, uh, oh my gosh, Will, this is, we can't, we'll, we'll have to do another podcast for this one. What's your favorite album from the night? <laughs> we need time to think about that one. <laughs> we hold another episode. <laughs> Uh, Finger Joel, Sylvester Ford. To be honest, some B-sides seem like songs made in five minutes, but uh, yeah. What? I love a lot of the B-sides. Like, I wish they would have released some of the B-sides. Like, Glorious. Well, Glorious, I guess, was, like, released on, like, Black Hole Revelations, but, like, just, like, the Japanese version, I think. But I feel like Glorious should have been, like, an actual, like, track, like, in the main part of the album. And then Eternally Missed. Yeah, that one should have been included as well it should have been released uh which order which yeah. will okay <laughs> Catch up there. we're talking about will the people today okay <laughs> well we have to make a whole other episode just about album this could be a very long episode um trev cornwall i got the night writer thing too yes a lot i didn't get that one right away but then like when i did my reaction but then a lot of people were like saying in the comments that i was like oh yeah now i see it <laughs> um yeah take on me for one cent staccato <laughs> okay that's a word okay i was saying staccato like off camera to other people and like oh like because michael jackson is like like it, that's the style of singing reminded me of like michael jackson but then i don't 
didn't know like now that i'm on camera it's like i forget <laughs> so thank you <laughs> thank you i was right okay um trev starlight was the closer on rome was that second lot tour oh it, it was really i don't remember um i did see them on that tour where did i see them maybe la <laughs> i don't remember <laughs> i've seen them on pretty much every tour since like absolution thank you thankfully they're very lucky um trev cornwall h a harp koc was first song yeah i liked it as an opener like i love that show the wembley harp show i love that's probably like my favorite like live like muse dvd um because they've released like several um but i love that show i love like the opening with the you know knights um but uh, pietor i forgot the name of the composer but it's like the it's like from like Romeo and Juliet or something, but I love, I love that opening when they come out walking to that. Um, but yeah, Nice of Sidonia was oh the God, opener I and I liked it. What what happened? No, that sounds familiar. I'm trying to see if I if I saw that one too. I think yeah, I when it's when he's also, wearing his green pants, right? Yeah, yeah, and they're like the okay, outfit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like very distinct. Like Muse is wearing the. I mean, Dom is wearing the green pants. Matt is wearing okay, the, yeah, I saw that one. the black. Uh, I mean, the red um like uh kind of soup but then he changes later um and then he does a cool thing like with butterflies with like he starts on the piano and they go to the guitar he's like yeah man i'm matt bellamy i can play multiple instruments <laughs> uh, i love that show it's so iconic trev cornwall harp finished with take a bow which really worked well yeah come on people let's change it up <laughs> um navier stokes would you like if muse returns to the sound they had it of, I mean, of course, I like that stuff, but I like, you know, I'll listen to anything that they try, you know, any of new yeah. stuff because I like, I just like, even if I might not like every new song, like I appreciate just like they're not afraid that they, they take a risk, you know, they'll be like, let's try this genre, let's try this. And usually I think it turns out pretty good, you know, will I like, yeah. would I like heavier stuff? Yes, but we got some heavy stuff here, you know, we got like several and heavier songs. And it's always a good surprise, too, because I've seen a lot of bands where they just keep going with their own genre. And then after some time, they just get repetitive. Mm -hmm. and you're just like listening to their newest album and then you're just like, OK, I've heard this before. You ha you yeah. did something similar. So with this, at least they're trying something new and then you get to hear something new. Yeah, like, okay, sorry if I offend any fans of this <laughs> band, but a band that I think their songs all sound the same, I can't really tell much of a difference, is Nickelback. <laughs> so, oh my like, I, okay, because I'm not saying that because, like, oh, it's funny to make fun of them, but, like, seriously, I was working at a store. Um, I was working over the overnight shift, so there wasn't that many people in the store. We were just like, you know, stocking all the merchandise. And this guy in the back was blasting this music. And I'm just like listening to it. And I'm like, who is this? I'm like, this. I'm like, I can't even tell what song is which. They all sound the same. And I asked them, like, what are you listening to? He's like, oh, it's Nick Nickelback. I'm like, okay, well, I can't tell a difference between their songs. They all sound the same. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I, that's one thing I like about Muse. They don't, their songs like you can hear like this beautiful piano ballad, and then like they're like saying, We are FNF. Like, so <laughs> it could be like multiple bands, but it's the same band. Whereas like Nickelback, I'm like, They sound the same. Sorry, dude. So sorry, any Nickelback <laughs> fans. <laughs> 
yeah trev at favorite absolution for sure yeah <laughs> this team absolution yeah stockholm too close just an idea yeah i love stockholm syndrome oh, so yeah. anytime they play i freak the f out so um yeah <laughs> And time is running out because that was the first the first two music songs I ever heard were "Time is Running Out" and "Stockholm Syndrome." So, I like I I love them forever. Uh, Finger Joel, I think Absolution is the first album where Muse finally built their own identity and sound like no one no one else. Radiohead or other band to me, it's the most solid album. Yeah, I think it's just oh. we're gonna. <laughs> I actually recorded. Okay, guys, I recorded a whole album. A whole album. <laughs> no, <laughs> I recorded a whole episode about Absolution. I have a guest on um he is someone who's never heard of absolution but he's heard of muse but he never heard absolution but he's he's knowledgeable about like classical music so i had him listen to it so i do have an uh, episode all about absolution i just haven't had time to edit it because it's long because we go through each song and also <laughs> you know we've had all these news about you know the new album so right now i'm like focusing on the new album but eventually i'm going to put out um that episode so an episode on absolution is coming just be ready it's going to be probably a two hour long episode so it's very long um but if you love absolution hopefully you'll enjoy the episode um then trev cornwall morricone or something oh andrea morricone yeah but that's not the one um like when they come into um h-a-r-p it's called i think it's called dance of the nights yeah, it's called Dance of the Nights, and it's oh Sergei Prokofiev. That's who that's who the composer is, and the uh, the song um that's the one that when they when they're coming out like just walking. It's the song is called oh, yeah, Dance yeah. of the Nights. The dun 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 dun. I love it. Oh, I love it. Because <laughs> um, I love classical music, so I'm like yes. Uh, Will um he said there might. They might keep uh, Noise of Sidonia and the set list in the middle like they did in the second law and fully close. Okay, so it might be the opposite okay. of what Crystal said. We'll see. we'll see who's right once we go and see the shows. Okay. <laughs> Somebody from Muse's team might be watching. They're going to be getting all their ideas, all their ideas from us. <laughs> um, Trev, did anyone notice the remote control guitar stand lawnmower on? No, H-A-R-P. Oh, wait. I think I might have seen it. I don't remember. It's been a while since I saw that show, but I think I might have seen it. Um, Navier, Matt said that he got inspired to do heavy songs in this album because his son listens to Slipknot. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, man, his son is so cool. But I mean, he also has Matt Bellamy as a dad, so that makes sense <laughs> why he's cool. Even though Matt says he's so lame, I'm just like, eh, I mean, yeah, you're kind of a dad, kind of dorky. With his like, dad moves. Cool. <laughs> yeah he's like dorky but awesome and at the same time um silver saint nickel bags <laughs> yeah right <laughs> these sound the same sorry guys um i actually went to see them once uh -huh. uh, in concert because my mom won tickets somehow and i, I was in high school i think and she's like i don't want to go you could go so i was like okay cool i'm gonna go and i left like after two songs so like i can't, <laughs> I can't deal with this <laughs> wait well, like, so i you tried but why, like, was it just, like, why did you leave? It was just boring. Oh, like, it was boring. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the opener song, uh, who was the opener song? I think it was, like, Huba sang or something. Um, oh, I forgot who the opener was, but the opener was way better. And I was like, yeah, like, it got me so pumped. And then once Nickelback came, I was just like, Mwah. okay, I'm done. <laughs> 
So I enjoyed the opening band. <laughs> wow. That's the first time I've ever heard someone say they like the opening band more than the headliner. <laughs> wow. I mean, at least I didn't pay for it, so... Oh, that's really bad, Nickelback. Like, I mean, I'm sorry. I will say, okay, come on. I got. I mean, I don't want them to think I hate them. Not that they're watching. I'm pretty sure Nickelback's not watching this. But like, I I will say one song I do like that Chad Kroger, the lad, the lad lead singer of Nickelback, he did with Josie Scott uh, for the Spider Man film, the one with Tobey Maguire. So back in the day, um, but they did a song called Hero, and I really like that song. Like, I think that is a good song, but it's also not a Nickelback song. It's um, it's a collaboration. Chad Kroger, Josie Scott, if you haven't heard of it, listen to it. I think it's, that one is actually really good. Like, I listened to it recently, and I hadn't listened to it in years because I remember when it came out, and I was like, oh, I, I liked it. And then I kind of forgot about it. And then, I, I don't know, sometime, like it just came into my mind. I'm like, oh, I remember they did a song together. And then I looked it up, and I was like, yeah, this is a good song. So, Nickelback <laughs> fans, I do like that one song that Chad Kroger did with Josie Scott. Okay, so um, th- there's potential. Okay, <laughs> it's not that like they don't have any talent. I feel like they do have some talent. It's just the song. Help from other people. Maybe they need Muse to produce an album. Like that would be <laughs> how different. Like would that be? <laughs> and I mean, yeah, I mean they could learn something from Muse if like Nickelback, like your shows are live shows are not great go to a music show like i mean oh matt you know they he got inspired by rage against the machine shows he you know to him that's their his number one favorite live band so he influenced me you know they influenced muse maybe muse can influence nickelback's live shows and hopefully they won't be so boring (laughs) people will leave after two songs um so yeah sorry we're talking a little bit too much about nickelback let's go Kill Hall said, I have been reminiscing on In Your World. Yeah, that's a great song. Yeah, I love it. We have so many good ones. Ugh. Finger Joel, do you like Muse happy songs or dark dramatic songs? In Will of the People, I felt most of them not so serious as other albums. Um, I think like my favorites, probably like the darker, darker <laughs> ones. Um, but I still like their like happier ones because like like euphoria like i'm like yeah it makes me like happy <laughs> like i wanted to like go and like dance so <laughs> for but, sure i but, love singing the darker ones like the more dramatic ones i love to sing it in my car but then like if i'm just working where i can't sing then i like to hear the happier one mm-hmm. and also i like you know when i'm trying to get people into muse i kind of like try to find out what they like so if they tend to like more like poppy happier stuff i'll, I'll like show them oh let's you listen to this you know i won't show them like the harder muse stuff just like the poppier stuff and then maybe they can get into muse that way if so, there's someone who maybe likes more darker stuff i'll be like okay or maybe metal i'll be like here listen to killer be killed we are fnf you know like i'll be like yeah it's my thing you know so that's kind of the cool thing about muse is i feel like if you really listen to like all their songs, no matter what you like, there's something for everyone, except maybe like country. Um, I don't know if that's many country, <laughs> but yeah, that's the next thing. The next music that was gonna be country. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Trev Cornwall. Oh, sorry, was thinking you were referring to Knights. Oh, okay. I don't know what you were talking about. <laughs> it's been too many comments. Um, Navier, does anyone in your family listen to music because of you? No. For me, no. no. They, know, they know I love Muse, but they don't listen to Muse. 
they hear it when I hear it. Yeah, I remember like, okay, so when I first heard about Muse, like I said, Time is Running Now was the first song I ever heard. So I loved it so much that I burned it back in the day when you can burn CDs, okay? (laughs) I downloaded it and I burned it on the CD. And that was the only song on the CD and I just played it on repeat on like a little stereo I had. And my sister was like, stop playing that song. (laughs) That's the only song. And I was like, it's really good for like the whole week. I was just like, time is running out. Time is running out. And it's been almost 20 years because that was 2003 when I discovered them. Almost 20 years. And I could still listen to that song repeat and not get tired of it. So that's why I think that's like one of their just it's just one of the best songs I think ever for me. It's just I'll never get tired of it. Um, And Speaking of time is running out, well, apparently I didn't pick this up right away, but apparently in like Euphoria, like the pre-chorus, the music is kind of similar. It's like kind of like throwback to like the pre-chorus to time is running out. So thank you guys for pointing that out. Um, I didn't like pick it up right away, but then when somebody pointed it out, I was like, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> so it's kind of, again, Muse kind of like throwing it back to themselves, you know, <laughs> you know, using stuff from their own songs um dramatic butterflies yep i love that song so much um navier my mom oh at night uh, so trev to at night uh navier um he said my mom my mom join join me on four or five shows she loves unintended oh that's cool that's nice when your family shares the love and yeah unintended beautiful song oh my gosh the version that matt at Wembley, the harp show. Oh, that is just so beautiful. I love that version. Like, if I have a wedding, like, I'm just going to play that. Like, I don't need to get an actual musician. I'm just going to have that on a big screen. And, like, we're going to dance to Unintended. Matt Bellamy's version at Wembley Stadium. Because it's so beautiful. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, Will, uh, he said, I hope they bring back Dead Star or Invincible for a tour. That would be amazing. But... That would be amazing, but, like, I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> they have so many songs, and I feel like they are going to try to play, like, maybe not all of the ones from this album, but as many as they can. So, yeah. Um, yeah. It, like, it's going to take... It would be the longest show ever if they're like, we're going to play every song. <laughs> they're going to have to do, like, one album per night, which I, I've said that they need to do. Jay Malara. Yeah, during the simulation theory era, Muse played some festival that was streamed and Nickelback played right before. Oh, wow. Someone would have had to stay just to see Muse. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? I wonder what, what festival was that? Someone can let us know. Oh, my gosh. Well, at least, like, I I guess, like, whoever... I, ho- I hope some Nickelback fans stayed and then they're like, wow, Muse was way better. <laughs> they're like what what did we what were we thinking like nickelback like, they're so boring compared to <laughs> wow that's crazy wow thanks for sharing that i did not know that they played <laughs> like, the same state that's crazy jose landra landa favorite song from origin of symmetry mine is micro cuts for me i don't know i really like bliss i feel like i might pick bliss because I like playing on the piano, the intro to arpeggio, baby. What about you? <laughs> um, it's the last song. I'm blanking out. Megalomania? 
Yeah, every time I'm on live with you, I always forget everything. Same, I forget like, too. I, I forgot the avocado. Oh my gosh. Okay. But yeah, megalomania. <laughs> okay. Um, and then Saul Ozuna Art. What Muse song is your least favorite? <laughs> Probably the one that I skip. <laughs> okay, but like now, okay, so I kind of like it now because there's another version of it, so that's why. So my fa least favorite is gonna be um, <laughs> Guiding Light. <laughs> Oh, so yeah, I, you mentioned that. Yeah, I don't really like Guiding Light from the Resistance. Um, I don't hate, I just, I skip it. Um, but when Matt released his version with Jeff Buckley's guitar on his Cryo Sleep LP, that one I liked. So <laughs> I, I do like a version of it, just not the one from the Resistance. So now I can say I do like Guiding Light, but I just like Matt's solo version better. Um, sorry guys if what about you crystal sorry what's your least favorite do you have one i don't even want to say because i don't want to say that there's a least favorite but if i'm gonna choose it's gonna be dig down that's oh. the one i always skip <gasps> okay all right i i i yeah. i went for a while but then I, I i saw it live that helped and then i just like the you know like everyone like the gospel choir at the end you know i, I got really into it so but i can see well yeah. when i saw the when i saw the dvd it didn't help i was like <laughs> I, it, i'll still skip it I, was like, okay. I don't know why i just skip it even when i watch it live i'm like i'm still gonna skip it oh okay all right so yeah. there you go. <laughs> maybe i just have to hear it more and more i don't it's know it's okay it's okay people have uh different <laughs> opinions <laughs> Saul said, uh, same. I think when I said Guiding Light. So, okay, I'm not the <laughs> um, And then Navier, uh, favorite song from Abriel. Okay, Navier, we're talking oh about God. one of the people, guys. <laughs> we will get to those um, probably a different episode because I also have to go. I have somewhere I need to be and I want to get to the other <laughs> stuff that Crystal sent me. We're, so, we're going to get back to that, you guys. We're trying to focus on one of the people. <laughs> I appreciate the, that you guys want to know, though. So, let's get back to um some of the other stuff the awesome really cool things that she sent me so um here just so you guys can we're not gonna go through all the references because we don't really have time but here it's just so you guys if you want to get like a screenshot or something of all the references that crystal got from uh you make me feel like it's halloween very helpful because I, I don't know a lot of like i know stephen king like i know who he is but like i haven't seen all his movies so i did recognize later was there like a reference to um What's it called? See, now I forget everything when I'm on <laughs> Poltergeist with the hand in the screen. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's on, it's on there. Uh, okay. Right Poltergeist. there, 128, hand out of the screen from Poltergeist. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I saw I was like, <laughs> I think that's a Poltergeist reference. And then, yes, uh, the at the end, Takata and Few, D minor by Strauss. Okay, cool. That's that's the one I picked and up. And then right I there. noticed the when he's doing the mask reveal, the last one was the the one from Slipknot. Yeah. They keep talking about Slipknot. Slipknot. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> classic, classic. I'm glad like Muse did that because that is one of my favorite like Muse videos of all time. Just Matt, I mean, Dom being so freaking hilarious and like Matt's laugh. He has like, I love Matt's laugh. Like, <laughs> he has like <laughs> the best laugh ever. Like when he was on, when I was watching the Zane Lowe interview. Um, like the recent one he did and like Zaynlo was like making him laugh because he was like kind of like imitating <laughs> Matt like like Matt's laugh he's just it's so cute it's just like very like he's giddy I don't know like how to describe <laughs> it but like I love Matt's laugh like someone 
there probably is already a video of like a compilation of Matt's oh laughing. Probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he has one of the best laughs ever. All right. So here's a tweet. If you want to read that tweet that you got. Or no, it's a comment. Sorry. Uh, yeah. So just um, this person posted on the news page on Facebook just said, first listen, disappointed, hoped for a lot more. And I, um, killer be killed style song but i get what they're doing and they'll probably sound better the second time um yeah a lot of people were saying that i saw a lot of people commenting on that and then just on other posts they're commenting saying at first listen they weren't really into it and then just it just grew on them mm -hmm. like the whole album in general which i i could see that yeah um i kind of felt like for me this one th that wasn't the case for me this one i this one i got into it like right away like all the songs but yeah. for me it was like that with probably the last few albums <laughs> especially like simulation theory that one i probably was probably the longest that it took me a while to get into it but now i listen to it and i enjoy it but that one was the one that probably took me the longest to like appreciate yeah. and um, it took everyone the longest for that one <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> i feel like maybe i don't know <laughs> um then this next tweet by matt bellamy you want to share it planning a north america arena tour i think february through april 2023 might do mexico just before everyone get the money ready ah! for the pre-sale <laughs> everyone if, okay if you're not a muse.mu member sign the f up because that's how oh you my get. gosh yes the pre-sale codes don't wait till before because i knew some fans that like didn't sign up like they're not members and they're like oh i didn't get the pre-sale code and i'm like you have to be a member <laughs> so, <laughs> sign up and be a member yes. and the pre-sale code all right and i can't wait <sighs> the only thing is like it better not coincide with because i do have a wedding in march i cannot miss that <laughs> wedding please don't have a concert well you know what if they're doing i'll just fly to another city it's fine because i've done it before but um yeah for tours like this they'll do multiple cities i think yeah okay if not i mean i'll, I'll do come... all the cities in my area i'll just yeah. do it. I, don't care. <laughs> yeah. I would i would love to be able to like have that much money to just be able to like follow them on like every <laughs> like just every show for a whole tour that'd be amazing <laughs> yeah um so let's see what else oh another comment that's yes, this is my favorite. Another one on the Muse page. Uh, Hauntingly Beautiful. This album is so addictive. And with each play, it's becoming my favorite album of all time. Even surpassing Showbiz. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's... Oh, see how it's so interesting. That's why I wanted to do this. It's like so interesting. Just the different reactions. Like this one's you know even some people here saying it's like their favorite album this person saying it's their favorite album and freaking reviewers saying it's like the worst <laughs> or like anthony <laughs> santano didn't like it okay <laughs> whatever anthony. i could just unlike all his videos right now <laughs> oh no no please don't <laughs> if you do don't say that we told you okay don't get us into it um no. <laughs> fun fact so yeah share this fun fact that you found so yeah, free your sons and unlock your daughters because Matt Bellamy actually had, well, he had L, he had Bing doing the backups for Will of the People and then Chris and all his chillins, they did the backup for Will of the People. So all those voices that you're hearing, it's all in the family. They're all there. 
That's freaking awesome. Chris had his whole, you know, football soccer team in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know that. So that's like, oh, that makes me like so happy. It's, yeah. And then know, Dom is just jumped. He, yeah, no, Dom is there. Just there. Just there. Oh, I love Doms. <laughs> oh, like, you could have included someone, Dom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so another fun fact, if you want to share this one, I thought this was really cool too. Yeah. Um, so in You Make Me Feel Like It's Halloween, that one little part where it's like, I'm your number one fan, that's by Elle. Mm-hmm. I always, and I wondered about that when I listened to it, because I remember like, I think Matt said that he had to, he's, he just said, oh, we had an actress record this, but he didn't say it was his wife. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, because I was like, who, I, I always wondered, I'm like, who is the girl? Who, who is it? And it's Elle. <laughs> Matt, why didn't you say it was her? Come on. <laughs> you wanted to keep it a secret, maybe. Um, but I also wonder, I don't know if anyone knows this, but like, I, mean, I don't know if it's just me, but in Ghosts, I've, is it Ghost or Verona? But one of them, it sounds like there's a girl singing with him. How can I sleep with this coldness beside me? How can I sleep with this coldness inside me? I know I can't bring back your love. I don't know. I'll have to listen to it. Yeah, all <laughs> I, yeah. I don't remember. See, now that I'm like on camera, I don't remember. But <laughs> one of those songs, one of those songs, not the entire song, but like at one point, like maybe in the second chorus or something like that, second verse, I feel like I hear like a female in the background like singing just with him and i'm like who is it so i'm like maybe it's l i don't know now that i see the <laughs> l right there maybe she sang with him too someone let me know if you also heard that too maybe on the vinyl once i get it maybe like christmas time um i can hear it better and see if there actually is like a female voice in the back but it's either in ghost or verona I'm kind of annoyed that I don't remember which one it was. But like every time I hear it, I'm like, is that a, I think that's a, like a female singing with him. Yeah. But again, it's not the entire song. It's just like she comes in like a second chorus or a second verse or something. So yeah, someone let me know if you also hear like a woman, if you have the vinyl as well. Um, so, <laughs> <some memes. laughs> so the critics, the new album is ridiculous product der derivative mess that sounds like someone ate all of their albums and bleeped them out pooped them out and music fans are saying classic <laughs> See? that's why you know you just make up your own opinion you know you don't have to go by what the critics are saying and this other I mean this one i don't understand because i haven't seen the movie so oh, okay then yeah if you could describe uh, it for like the people who are just listening to the podcast as well okay uh yeah so it's from ratatouille it's he's a critic um you know mm. just eating food and you know just reviewing all the food so this one uh they made a particular food for him and then when he takes a bite as soon as he takes a bite it takes him back to his childhood <gasps> oh and he's remembering like okay. his first bite yeah see so that's what they're trying to say like people hearing we are f and f as soon as they hear it, it takes them back to Knights of Sidonia. Okay, yeah. Now that I'm, like, listening to it in my head, now I can kind of see the Knights of Sidonia. Yeah, the similarity. Okay, yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks for explaining that. And then this one. <laughs> this one I don't really get either, if you could explain. This one's a, for those of you who are just listening, this is just a, a Loki meme. So he's, like, crying. If you could, yeah. 
so because of how sad ghost is and how it sounds so you kind of get in that mood of just like oh my gosh that's very sad and then it goes into me you make me feel like halloween so he's like anyways let's get back to our happiness <laughs> oh, okay right after this i actually made a like a little meme video um let me see if i can find it real quick it was really funny uh real quick okay well, I sent it to you, but I don't know if you want to play it or if I should just uh, hold up my phone for it. Um, um yeah, if you want to fold, like to the microphone. Here it is. <laughs> I don't know if you're able to hear it though. <laughs> Well, yeah, and then so it was uh, Peter from Family Guy. Yeah, because he's like crying in his car because he's hearing a sad song, but then the next song is just really <laughs> happy. So then he just forgets that he was sad. Yeah. And I was like, that's exactly how it was with this album because it, it goes from ghost to you make me feel like it's Halloween. <laughs> yeah. And then these beautiful paintings. Oh, imagine. Yeah. I thought I kind of thought maybe these paintings were like a reference to like Dorian Gray. If anyone knows that book, I love that book. That's one of my favorite books. Um, if you know Dorian Gray, you know he basically kind of stays young forever with this painting. Well, in the painting, the painting ages, so that's the thing. Like painting ages, but he stays young forever. So maybe like they're not old in the picture. So maybe it wasn't a Dorian Gray reference, but I thought maybe it would be. But yeah, those are. I would definitely love to have. <laughs> those paintings don't look so serious <laughs> and i think that's about it yeah so thank you crystal for all the are yeah. your work yeah. getting all that awesome stuff because i definitely would not have time to have done all of that so that was a lot of fun yay. everyone give crystal a hand for her work oh. see a lot of work goes into these podcasts a lot of time <laughs> okay, so but let's just get into some of the last comments right here um, Jay Malara, on the topic of family, I actually got into Muse because of my brother. He had hysteria as his alarm in 2003. My mom and I picked it up after we even saw Muse in 2015 for the first time, now in October. Oh, wow, that's awesome. That'd be, that's that's awesome Like that you can share Muse with your family. I, I, I've been to some Muse shows by myself. So. <laughs> um, Silver Saint, Sit the F Down. Yes, classic. They need to make a song called Sit the F Down. You know, they already have We Are FNF'd. Why not have one called Sit the F Down? And then it, it starts with just samples of Dom. Sit the F down. <laughs> and that could be like Dom Dominic's first time ever like singing singing on a song. <laughs> Having vocals. <laughs> well, he did have a little bit on Supermass Black Hole, but um, Trev Cornwall, I got into music because Hysteria was the theme. Hysteria was the theme tune for MotoGP in British TV many year moons ago. Oh, that's cool. I did not know that they used Hysteria as a theme song. Matt Bell. Wow, that's legit. <laughs> I don't know what you're referring to, but um, maybe that it was the TV, the theme song. Um, well, I can't remember which song it is, but it's got a bit of bliss on the new album. Maybe? Euphoria? Because Euphoria and bliss kind of synonyms, you know. <laughs> Uh, Trev Cornwall, come to England and see them at Milton Keynes Bowl next year. I'll buy you a drink or two. <laughs> I, man, I would love to see them in the UK, but yeah, I, I can't, unfortunately. Not, I mean, I want to, but I have so much going on here. I have a lot of family, you know. Oh, we want to get married. Oh, we're having 
another thing going on. Oh, we're having a birthday party. So I'm doing all these trips. Uh, yeah, freaking. Uh, let me go see Muse in the UK. No, Can you get married next year? That'd be cool. No, um, let's see. Helder um, Diaz. Does anyone love Queen's influence on the album? Yes, I yes. do. I love Queen. So more Queen is fine. Um, Matt Bell, it's a meme reference to Jeremy Clark going, oh no, anyway. Oh, transition from emotion to the next is pretty quick. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jeremy Clark from is he from No, I think I know. Um, I forgot the name of that show. Is it about cars, auto gear, or something like gear? It's a show about cars because I think I've watched some of it and I thought it was pretty funny. So Trev Cornwall said yes, he loves Queen, so yes, he's okay with the queen influence and matt bell uh the meme okay so uh, that one okay so it's the same one all right well that's about it um thank you guys for joining at this lively discussion over an hour long whoa <laughs> <laughs> top gear yes well thank you top gear that is the show i was thinking of um i don't even know anything about cars but i've seen a few episodes of that and the guys were really funny so good show if you can make someone who doesn't know anything about cars enjoy a car show, you did a good job. <laughs> um, yeah, Top Gear. So thank you, guys. So anything else you want to say, Will? I mean, Will. Uh, <laughs> Will of the people. It's just, okay. So, Crystal, anything that you want to say before we wrap up this episode of MuseCast? Uh, just amazing album everyone go listen to it i know you've already listened to it just listen to it more um <laughs> that's all i could say really just even the people that have haven't listened to it just make them listen to it <laughs> just force them tie them down yeah. <laughs> i mean i forced my husband already i was like you know you're gonna listen to it when i get the album let me um, listen to it <laughs> and what has he said he said it was pretty good is there any yeah, song that he he likes or he pretends he doesn't like any of them? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what? I don't know. I'm going to ask him. Okay. I think he was just kind of like, okay, okay. <laughs> what does he like? Let me, I mean, what are his, he better not be Nickelback. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know he likes Daft Punk. So okay, Daft Punk gonna, is good. I yeah. love Daft Punk. Yeah. Well, he, he still listens to Compliance. That's more... And Simulation Theory, okay? That's how you get him. He's a Daft Punk yeah. fan. Let Have him listen to <laughs> Simulation Theory and Compliance. Then he'll be a Muse fan. You're having him listening to the wrong album. <laughs> He's heard every album, so... Well, tell him to listen to Simulation Theory on repeat, and then he'll like them, since he likes Daft Punk. So. Yeah, he, he likes Simulation Theory, actually. Yeah. See? Yeah. That's how you get him. All right. You have to figure out what they like. <laughs> but I want him to like everything. Maybe eventually. <laughs> Work in progress. You have the rest yeah. of your life. <laughs> um, and just before we end, I just want to put up um, the user, his info, his social media for, um, you know, the, you guys saw his cover with his girlfriend. You heard her. She was in the video, but you heard her. Um, it's Sasha Lee Collins, Instagram at Sasha Lee Collins, and SoundCloud, Sasha Lee Collins. So thank you for sending your cover. Again, if any of you guys do any Muse covers, please, you know, send me a link or something on uh, Instagram at MuseCastPod on Instagram. And I would love to feature it because I like to feature Muse, Muser covers. There's so many, especially like with all the, 
you know, a whole album that was out. Like, there's a ton of covers. So, yeah, if you could just send me one, that'd be cool. I will, you know, show it um, and show your social media as well. And, yeah, thanks again for watching. And I guess any last comments from me, just, yeah, I enjoy the album. Ghost is beautiful. We are FNF'd did not disappoint i was really looking forward to hearing that song when i first saw the title i'm like so curious about it and i freaking love it so um it's definitely very very accurate for <laughs> this time like that's just how i feel too so it was perfect yes. trev cornwall one last comment that was very cool thank you see you all thank you guys See you on the next episode of musecast probably do a couple other ones but relating to this album Definitely going to make a vlog at the show in October. And look forward to an Absolution uh, episode maybe a little bit later. Because right now I'm like really just talking about this album right now. But don't worry, I did record a whole episode on Absolution. So just stay tuned for that and follow the podcast on Instagram and subscribe to the YouTube channel if you have not. Thank you everyone for commenting and watching. We love you guys. Bye. Keep listening to Muse. Yeah. Bye, <laughs> See you next time. Thanks, Crystal, for coming again. Bye. Thank you.